0: at the bottom of Gimel Amid Base, and what the Gemara tells us is the last line on the page. And it says, Rabbi Yeshua Ben, Levi. Rabbi ben Levi said, Because right? we were previously quoting Rabbi Yeshua Levi. Now we're continuing to quote Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi's statements. Okay. These three cities, Gaya Harashim, are three cities that have been surrounded by a wall from the days of Yeshua Ben Nun. Is that true that Yahushua built these? That's not true, right? He didn't build them. What happened is, Alfa'el, um, I don't know who that is, but Alfa'el banani. So it's a in and it's a name, and it tells us that he's the fellow who built these towns. So it's not Benani who built them the Gemara now responds, and is it really, um, if you're bringing a proof from Deberi Yom, Yom doesn't always say things the same way we read in, in regular Nabiim, because it says Asa, actually, right? It says uh, Asa banani. The ayiv Asa is is as Ariah Batzairis as yehuda Yehudah. Asa built the Ari Batzairis defensed in cities that were for yehuda which seemingly includes Binyamin. And these were three cities in Binyamin. Binyamin was part of Yehuda's territory because of what we saw in last week's parasha, that Yehuda was ready to step forward and become the slave in place of Binyamin. These cities, they indeed they were walled off in the days of Yeshua Nun, but in the incident of Pilegash B'giva and the terrible, terrible uh, civil war, between the different tribes after the incident, the tragic incident with the Pelegesh, the concubine in Geva. So these cities were destroyed and then they were rebuilt afterwards, Vasa Al-Fael, Banani, right? And then he rebuilt them later. And then, but one second, but you also have to deal with the fact that it sounds like then they were built again. Hader Infal, Asa Asa, Shapatsinu. Then they, then they got a little broken. And what happened is, Asa then came and did Shiputsim, right? So he came and fixed them. He didn't rebuild it, but he fixed it. Indeed, we can bring a proof to this because it says in the Prasak it says, and he said to Yehuda, let's build these cities. The implication is that the fact that he says, let's build these cities is that they were already cities prior to him doing anything. Next statement from Yeshua Levi. I'm going to Women are obligated in the Mikra Megillah, of the reading of the Megillah. Because <laughs> they were also involved in the Nase. This is a famous idea that we also say in about Hanukkah as well. And the way to understand this, what does it mean that they were involved in the nace? Does it mean to say that they actually were part of the, of saving us from the threat? Or does it mean that they were also involved in threat to their lives? Okay. So one opinion would be that they were also involved in saving us from the threat, and one opinion would be that they were involved in being being um that the nace actually they brought about the miracle. Rashi says it's because they brought about the miracle, and Tosal says because they were also threatened. If purim falls out on Shabbos, you should be asking and darshining questions about the day. On Shabbos, my area, Purim. I feel the Yom nami. Why are you selling just Purim? It's not just Purim; it's any holiday. We share the same attitude. The Tanya we learned in our Bais. Moshe took in the Hamli Israel. She Yisheilin mitdarshin beinyanei shal yom. Moshe made an enactment for Israel that they should be shailin and darshin in matters relating to the holidays. Right? Right. In other words, halachas pilsch pesach, pesach, halachas atzeres, be the is the Tame of a Nigzer, the Rabbah, is asking, what's the big chiddush over here that on Purim falls out on Shabbos, you should go darshan about Purim? Well, we have the salacha already from, from uh, we have a salacha respected to all holidays, that time a holiday falls out on Shabbos, you should talk about that holiday on Shabbos. The chiddush over here is that we say this even about Purim. Why would we not say this? Because we know that if Purim falls out on Shabbos, you don't read the Megillah. Why? Out of a concern that if you were to read the Megillah on Shabbos, the Xera of Rabbah, right? The same Xera that we learned about, the, about um, taking the Luluf, right? And you don't take the Luluf on Shabbos. Why do you take the Luluf on Shabbos? Because you might come to carry. You don't take the Megillah on Shabbos because you might, come to read the, you might come to carry the Megillah on Shabbos. That's why we don't want you to read it on Shabbos. Maybe you would say you don't even talk about the interesting ideas that can't, one can derive or discuss about the Megillah. Maybe you don't even do that on Shabbos. I have a concern that you might then come to read the Megillah on Shabbos but you're not allowed to. And Kamash that even so, you still actually talk about Megillah on Shabbos. You still darshing from the Megillah on Shabbos. You're obligated to read the Megillah at night and then to repeat it during the day. You know what it says? It's a and it says, "Hashem, I cried out, and during the day." and no-, no answer, and I cried out at the night, and there was nothing dumya to me. Nothing seemed to become made clear to me, okay? So where is darshan from this Tehillim that you're supposed to be reading the Megillah both at night and also during the next day, okay? Now, the reason why this is any connection, what does the have to do with Megillah, right? Why would you assume that this Tehillim is Megillah? So we have a tradition that this Tehillim is coming from the... the um, the Mizmar Shir that is a crying out from Esther, so to speak. And it's all uh, prophetic allusions to Esther's experiences that will take place in the future. Okay. Um, so they thought that perhaps what you should do is you should say, you should read it at night, right? Read at night, and and then to learn it, in other words, to repeat it during the day. Rabbi Yermia says to, to me it was explained uh, the idea of Rabbi Yermia the idea of saying right this um, this lesson of repetition it's a reference to the fact that first you say something and then afterwards you repeat it um okay you're obligated to read the Megillah at night and then to repeat it during the day. Um, why? It says, so that you should um, say over your your honor and of a little and of a little bit of a a little so the Mishnah taught that the Kfarim will advance the day for which they read the Megillah to the day in which everybody gets together in the city. It says the reason why we advance the reading of the Megillah for those people who live in villages to the day in which they will be entering into the city anyways, to the gathering is so that there will be enough food and water for the for their brethren that are in the krachim, that are in the larger cities, not just the villages. right? So the Gemara says, well, "Remember the takana the Is that to say that the, the entire purpose of this takana, this enactment, was for the benefit of the cities? Doesn't sound like that. But tonight we learned in the Mishnah, If the if Yudalad falls out on the second day of the week, right? Then the Kfarim the let's read it on Monday. Well, if so, then why don't we bring it back all the way to Thursday, right? The answer is that that would already be on Yud, and if it's on Yud, we don't want it to be brought back all that all that far, right? Because that would end up causing a situation that the tenth will be will be one of the days, and we said we're not going back earlier than the eleventh. It's already too far removed from the actual event day. That the G'varim and the Ayaris, the and the large cities, they read it on the Thursday. Now, if indeed it's about the K'nisa, then why don't they advance it until the K'nisa? Why don't you advance it to the K'nisa day, to Monday? Well, the answer, because that would be 11, and day 11, sometimes you do advance it.
1: The answer is,
0: you're not going to move from one Yom K'nisa to another Yom So What's the advantage of that? The same way, Thursday, I said Monday is a, is a day when everyone gathers together, so it's Thursday is a day when everyone gathers together. When is this entire halacha said? This entire halacha is only said in a place where you go in on, Sunday, on Mondays and Thursdays, but in a place where you don't go in on Mondays and Thursdays, Ain't carrying Then you're only supposed to read the in the proper time. If you're going to tell me that the reason why they pass this enactment is enactment for the sake of the people living in the in the cities, because people are not coming in. Outsiders don't come in on Mondays and Thursdays. We're going to punish the people of the of the Krochen. So rather like this, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you should um, it doesn't mean that so that they should be able to produce the water and and uh, and food for the people who are in the large cities. Rather say like this: the the if they if they're doing this is because they're going to get their benefit is that they're going to be able to provide the people living in the cities with food and drink. And that was the purpose of the leniency. But if they're not coming into the town, then they're not going to be allowed to read any earlier. are the then continues. Ketzer, how is this so? If it falls out on the second day of the week, then the cities and, and the, I'm sorry, the villages and the large cities, they read it on that day. Right? In other words, why is it that the, in the first clause of the Mishnah, we start talking about the, the days of the month, right? In the second clause of the Mishnah, we start talking about the days of the week, right? We could have kept it the same thing in the second clause of the Mishnah. So the Mara answers, um, once we're switching things around, then we went into the regular order of days, and, you know, there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? We're not going to make a mistake. That would be the easiest way to do it. Continues the Gemara. <laughs> falls out on Friday. Who is the opinion of our Mishnah? Is it Rebbe or is it Rebbe? My Rebbe could be, what did Rabbi say? The Tanya will learn to write. Falls out on Friday. <laughs> and the Kfarim and the large cities, they advance it to the earlier um, the villages and the large towns, they're going to advance it to the, to the day in which people are coming in to, the, you know, to gather in for the court. And uh, the cities that have been surrounded by a wall from the time of Yeshua Benun, they advance it, they, I'm sorry, they read on that very day. But don't push the cities off of their space. Rather, this and these and these, they read on that day. My time in the Tanakhama. What's the reason for the Tanakhama? The It's written. What is this thing? Idea of shana veshana. Vish- what does that mean? It means the same way that the shana and the shana, the ayarites, the the, the the villages come ahead of the ahead of the ones that are surrounded by a wall. So to over here, the villages come ahead of the ones that are surrounded by a wall. The ema shana veshana. Why do we say b'chol shana v'shana? My chol shana v'shana. Why does it say it should have said b'chol shana v'shana? Instead, it says in the in the Megillah it says chol shana v'shana. Every other year you don't push villages into a different time period, cities into a different time period. So too now you don't push cities into a different time period. Shaniach is stepping over here. The but there's no other option, and therefore you don't have a choice. Rabbi, my time of b'chol shana v'shana. Rebbe, why does it say? According to Rebbe, why does it say each and every year? Just like every year, we don't push villages into a, we don't push cities into its own space. So to now, you're not going to push the village into its own space. Maybe it really should be understood as. The same way every other year, that the, the cities come ahead of the of the walls, walled cities. So, too, now the cities come ahead of the walled cities. Once again, it's different over here because there is no way to do that. There's no way to understand that that's actually what it's referring to. Because right? if so, then you'll come out with a situation that you can't make the the cities earlier than the, than the walled cities. My BIC, what's the opinion of our see The Tanya, we're looking at The falls out on Friday. The cities that are walled off and the cities that are far in villages, they are they are going to be pushed advanced to the day of the Knesset, to the day of um, when people gather together. villages, large cities, carried by They read it on that very day. He says there's no such thing that the mukafin. Go ahead of the of the but rather these and those both go on the very day that it falls out. My time at the Tanakama, What's the reason for the Tanakhama? The Chasidus is written. In each and every year, just like in every year, the ayares, the, the, the village, the regular cities are read read the Megillah on the 14th, and the time period of the cities is not the same as the as the cities that are walled off. So too. Afkan ayares v'abas zmane shelze loy zmane shelze. So it's over here, the ayares, the the city, the, the cities are red, red on the 14th, and the time period of this one is not the time period of that one. Maybe we should say bechol shana v'shana. Each and every year. Ma'chol shana Why does it say each year and um and the year shana v'shana? The first white line at the end of the line. Zmane shelze loy zmane shelze. The time period for this city is not the same as the time period for that city. So too, over here, same thing. Once again, over here, it's different because there's no other way to, to do it anyways. And is that true that Rabbi holds that is that the cities are not pushed to the Yemek Nisa, are not pushed to the day in which people are gathering together? Is that so? That's not true. How do we know it's not true? Um, what does Rabbi say? If Kfarim falls out on Shabbos, and the Kfarim go are advanced to the day of, uh, of when people gather together. By and large cities, by Shabas they read on Friday. And cities that are walled, they actually are read. They read it on Shabbos. Once the cities are pushed off from their space, they're pushed off all the way back to the day of advance, the, the day of when people gather together. That's not a good comparison. Over there, the time period when it actually is and once it's pushed off from Shabbos, then it's pushed off. But over here, at the time period when you're supposed to read in the Megillah is actually Arab Shabbos, right? So why would you push it off anymore? Like whom is going the opinion, the statement of Reb in the name of Reb Chama? What was the statement? So when Purim down on Shabbos, all of the different cities are pushed off until the day of advancement. They're advanced until the day when people gather together. I Is that to say that everyone is pushed off? What do you mean? They're not pushed backwards. There are Mukafen, There are cities that have been walled since the time of Yeshua ben Nun. And what happens to them? They actually read it on Sunday. Rather, anything that is pushed off, they're going to be pushed off to the day of um of when the knisa happens. Like who? Like like I was The Kule but no matter what, the Kule everybody's going to have to say, You don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. My time, what's the reason? Like this. Everyone is obligated to read the Megillah. Everyone is obligated to to the shofar. The concern is that people will want to blow it, people will want to um, read the Megillah, and they're not going to be in Bucky, they're not going to necessarily know how to do that. And what's going to end up happening is they're going to have to go bring it to a Bucky. Not that they're going to carry it to show, but they're going to go bring it to a Bucky to ask the question. And what's going to happen is they're going to do that in a way that they're not allowed to do, because Shabbos, and they're going to carry in the Rosh Hashanah. Maybe you'll take it in your hand and you'll go to the Bucky, you'll go to the expert, learn how to read it, learn how to blow it. Carry four Amos in the, the public domain. And that's the reason for the that's also the reason for the Lord. The eyes of the aniam of the poor people the be They're going to be very busy with the mikra megillah. Tanya, to like this as well. So Even though we said that the kfarim should be pushed up to the day of the of, uh, the gathering, they still do the. They do want porim. What do you mean, Afalpi, even so? Adarabh is actually the opposite. Who? The reason why we do the collecting for the matan of on that day is specifically because you're already doing the reading of the Megillah on that day. I'd rather read it like this. Since we said that the larger cities, they push it up to the day, uh, they advance it to the day of the gathering. They collect on that day. And and they split it up on that day. Because the eyes of the, of the poor people, they are very busy. In other words, the way, the way Rashi says it is, they are waiting to accept the matanas And that can't be done on Shabbos. So therefore, you can't read it on Shabbos because you won't be able to give them matanas deviyainim. Um, Aval simcha the fact of the matter is the simcha of the Meichel of Mishta, right, the special mitzvah of Simcha's Purim, which is a huge mitzvah, right? To be happy on Purim. That is not going to get pushed off. That is always going to stay on the proper day. In other words, the on the 14th if you're in a, a city like ours, or on the 15th if you're in a city that was walled off in the time of Yeshua ben Nun. Amarav, Megillah, Bezman, Akar, and this is like this. The Megillah, when it comes to the right time period, then you should read it even with an individual. But if it's not during the time period, then you should only read it with a with a minion of people. Ravasi, Amar, Ravasi, says, <speaking in Hebrew> Ravasi says, No matter what, it should only be read with 10 people. <speaking in> Ravasi. <Hebrew> There was a question, and Rav said, "I'm going to follow the opinion of Amaski." And even though it was the time period, he wanted ten people. Umia, Rav Did Rav say this? Rav. He says in the name of Shmuel. By Ashilus, the name of Rav. Porim Shachali is Shabbos. is Manum. Ere says that when is the time to read the Megillah? Porim falls out Shabbos. On Ere Shabbos. Gemara says Ere Shabbos is Is that true? That that's the time period? What do you mean? That the time period is really Shabbos. I'd rather have to say this is what he meant. So it says, not during its time period is like its time period. What does this mean? Just like if it's being read in its proper time period, it can be read even by the individual. So too, if it's read not in the time period, it can be read even by the individual. Um, Okay the Indian Mikra Megillah Rather, is going to teach you the the obligation of reading the Megillah with ten. is what does it mean when it says that erev Shabbos is its time period? La'fukimid the Rebbe, it's coming to exclude the opinion of Rebbe. Who says that once Ayaros have been pushed off from their space, then they should be pushed off to the day of the in, in gathering of people. the erev Shabbos is this is coming to teach you therefore that Er Shabbos is the right time period for reading the Megillah and you don't say go back all the way to the advancement Er Shabbos also works in these circumstances. Okay, Yemar now is going to continue and try to figure out what's the difference between an irgadela and irkatana, right, a new mission. What is considered to be an irgadela large city if they have 10 people who already call our bench fetchers. in other words 10 people who get to learn flavor the whole day. Less than that it's just a village the mission now shifts and tells us that only certain things for Purim we say that you should advance it, but for other halachas we say instead of advancing it, you push it forward right, so in other words, when Tisha falls down on Shabbos, you don't say well you should do it on Friday, you say no you should do it on Sunday even though they say that you should push it forward and not Make it go later. It's still permitted to to give a haspid, to to give a eulogy, a and to fast, to to gain, and to give um and to give the money to the poor people. That's only true in a place where they go in typically on Mondays and Thursdays. In a place that they don't typically go in on specifically on Mondays and Thursdays, then there's no reason to push it off. And then what we should say is read it on during the proper day. Don't try to push it off to another day because there's no point. 10 ten uh, people who are being mavato, right? In the basic knesses. So it's a very interesting word, obviously. When you think of a batlan, right, someone who's wasting time, you don't think of someone who's learning Torah. Right? That's not someone wasting time. Everybody else is wasting time, but not, not someone who's learning Torah. So what does this mean? So Maru says, It is with these that we say that you should in these types of cities you should push forward and don't push back. My time, what's the And it shall not pass over. It says you shall not pass over. So that implies they don't push later push earlier. How do you know that you don't count days for years? It says for the months of the year. So you should count the the um, the the. The months should not be counted as years, but you should not count the years as months and days as months. I'm sorry. Rabban and the Kisri and the rabbis of is the name of Baba, they said, How do you know that you don't count um, uh, hours for the months? It says, You count days when you're trying to figure out what month you're up to, but you don't count hours when you're trying to figure out what month you're up to. These types of time periods, we say you should push it later and not push it earlier. The reason why you don't want to make Tishbav come out earlier, if Tishbav falls out in Shabbos, why don't we say do it on Thursday? The reason is because it's going to be a bad time. right? And the bad time, we don't want to advance on ourselves. We'd rather push it off and not advance it. Chagiga. The reason why Chagiga, Chagiga and the Kahal gathering together, the reason why we say that you shouldn't push it forward and instead push it backward, is what are you going to say? It's not yet the time period. The time period of, of the obligation to do this hasn't yet occurred. So how could you possibly do it already? If you have Chagiga it, that looks like this. If you have Chagiga and any time period, right? And the Chagiga is going to be um, Maachin. Chagiga, we will push off. Bishlema um, Chagiga I'mikla V'shabbat Maachinan La shabbata. If there's a question of Chagiga and it comes to Shabbos, well then, like this. There's a question of Chagiga and if it comes up during Shabbos, right, then we're going to push it off, right? So Maachinan La shabbata, you push it off until after Shabbos because you can't bring it from a Chagiga on Shabbos. Ma'achinan La so what's this what's this idea of the Zman Chagiga, the time period of the Chagiga offerings, which are the supplementary offerings that are brought on Yom Tevin? Amir v'eshiya, says this is what it means to say, Chagiga v'shabas, v'oilas re'iya. You have the Chagiga on Shabbos, right? And the Chagiga uh, is postponed if the time for bringing the karma Chagiga falls out on Shabbos. Now the elos re'iya, the elos re'iya is a birth offering of appearing in front of Hashem. That is pushed off even until after Yom it, It's not burnt on, even on Yom Tif, it's not burnt. So the Chagiga is burnt on, is brought as an offering on Yom Tif, but not on Shabbos. And the Eil Riyah is only brought after, after Yom Tif is over. You don't even get a Yom Tif. Okay? Why? The opinion that says that the Zman Chagiga is, um, that if the time for Chagiga is come and it's Shabbos, you should push it off. Who is this? Beshamehi. It's opinion of Shabbos. As we learned in the Mishnah, you're allowed to bring a carbon and peace offering, in yamtiv, but you should not rest your hands on it before the sh'trita. So two arguments over here. Mishamai says that you don't bring a carbon oil at all; you only bring a carbon in, on on uh, on Shabbos, right? I'm sorry, a yamtiv. And Mishamai says you're not you're not the same if you don't put your hands on the head and lower the head. And Mishlo says you do. The most you can push it off for is the time period that is the proper time. But more than that, you can't. Okay? So whose opinion is this? We're not doing a mission. We did this mission already. This is where this is in, in uh, Sukkah, right? This is in, yeah, no, no, Bea, Rosh uh, Hashanah, and Yuma not sick. Could have messed up even more. Okay. If somebody did not celebrate and bring the carbon on the first day of Sukkot or any Chag, he continued to do so up until the end of the holiday. And even up until the last day of the holiday, which is Sukkot. But if the regal has passed, if the holiday is fully passed, and he did not bring the carbon, so he's not liable in the responsibility of bringing the carbon. So the bringing the carbon. Rashi says the and the entire time period of the he can be ma'achar, he can push it off. And even at which is only one day, he can push it off. Bring it later. we learned in the Everybody agrees that if the if the if Shua falls out on Shabbos that the day of Shechting, this carbon, is not until after Shabbos. Rebbe was planting a Natiya on Purim. Right? And so, what does that mean? And therefore, what was the problem with this? And not only that, but it was also Rachat's be Right? So, number one, he was planting a, a, a tree on Purim. And number two, He's and he was bathing in the bathhouse of the of the of the place, the marketplace on Tipheri on the seventeenth of Tamos. Obikish Laker and he wanted to say that Tishbev no longer applies, right? So what? Something's very strange is happening over here. On Purim he's planting trees. On Tishbev and Shiva Aser Betamos he doesn't think you should be sad anymore. So um, they said to him, Rebbi Abba, I'm going to find Rabbi Abba by Zabda. Rebbe Lake Kaya Misa. Oh, Tishba Shahali is Shabbat Sabah. Says, no, no, that's not what happened. Really, what happens is like this. Not that Rebbe, not that Rebbe didn't want to celebrate the case was that Tishba was on the 9th of Ab, was actually falling out of Shabbos that year. But the Khino Laha Shabbat was pushed off until Sunday, the 10th of Ab. But Ammar Rebbi Rebbe says, since it's already pushed off, then push it off further. Did not agree. Mina said about the situation that it's better to have two than to have one. Right. So in other words, he 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 was okay with the fact that they corrected him and said that no no, no we still we still celebrate, there's still a uh, fast in Tishba. Rebbe, Heiki not that nitiya but param, how's Rebbe allowed to plant on Param? But Tanya taught Mishta It says that it should the joy, and uh, the levity of the simcha and the mishta and the partying and the Yomtov. Simcha malame shasurim b'hespit to teach you that you are forbidden to give you luchis on Purim. Mishtem malame shasur b'tainus. Mishnah teaches you, 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 teach you you're not allowed to fast. Yomto and it says it's a yomto. Malame shasur b'tayes malacha teaches you that you should not be needlessly doing uh you know um uh, malacha creative actions on on even on Purim. So why is he planting? He lived in a place where he would have had to keep Purim on the 14th of Adar. And when was he planting? He was planting on the fifteenth of Adar, and that's why it was okay for him to be planting on Purim. So Zecher Gamara, va'harav, in but have it, and Tavaria was one of the places that was indeed covered with the wall or surrounded with the wall from the day of Yeshua ben So what's the deal with this? really the opposite. Rebbe was indeed a member of a walled city and should have been on the fifteenth day. When did he plant it? He planted on the fourteenth day, And is that obvious that Tveria was covered with the wall surrounded with the wall from the days of Yeshua Nun? He Eloy. Cheskiya was mesupik. Cheskiya wasn't sure it was surrounded with walls and these shubinon, so he actually read the Megillah about the 40th and the 50th. So the Gemara says, me um, le uh Sorry, I skipped the line. Um, Eloy, In second. The Hiskia Masafkale, the Rebi Pshitalay, if Hiskia held that it's a doubt as to whether or not it was surrounded with walls from days of Shobanun, then why would it be obvious to Rebbe? Rebbe didn't learn things not from Hiskia. And even if it was obvious, would it still be permitted But it's written in Megillah's Heiness behind. It says that the it's not like, oh, for the 14th. If the 14th was Purim, then the 15th you could do whatever you want. That's not true. It sounds like from the Megillah that the 14th and the 15th, you're not allowed to give uh, the hispiden, right? You're not allowed to be uh, talking about eulogies. You're not trying to make people sad about the kindness the fast. So what's going on over here? So the only reason why it was necessary is to teach you to forbid this day and that day and that day in this day. So what does that mean? Let's see what Rashi says so the only thing that's coming to forbid is um the only thing that's coming to forbid is whatever's forbidden on day on day fourteen is also forbidden on day fifteen, but obviously obviously the the morning is is forbidden because it says you have to be happy, but we wanted to be clear that you also can't um. You can't uh, fast either. Uh, that's only referring to mourning and fast and eulogize. fasting and eulogize. and fast. Yeah. When it comes to malacha, whatever day it is that you read the Megillah, that's the day that you can't do creative action. But the other day, the other day you could. The latyeh, the kisna. Rav saw that somebody was planting kisna, right, which is uh, flax seeds, right. And he sees him planting this flax, and he, he Rav puts a curse on it, and the latezamach doesn't end up, the um, does not end up sprouting. Over there, that was actually his day, so that's why he cursed him for working. Raba even if you wanted to, you could say, "Yeah, indeed, maybe all of them are supposed to be done." But one thing's for sure: we have only accepted upon ourselves not to give a spade and not to, too fast. We have not accepted upon ourselves not to do work. The may if originally was written, originally when the when the Megillah Esther was talking about what they Mordechai and Esther were enacting and what they were massacring, what they passed as a law. It says Simcha u'mishta v'yomto. It was a Simcha u'mishta a and a yomtov. we said earlier, yomto is a reference to the fact that you can't do melacha on those days. Last And at the very end of the Megillah, it says make these into days of rejoicing and happiness, right? And it doesn't say anything about yomto. Ilo yomto It doesn't say anything about Tov over there. So why did Rav curse that individual? like this. These were matters that, although they were permitted, the people have been treating it as, as, as if they were forbidden. Why was this person not doing that? Because he was in the, the city of Rav, I'm sorry, of Rebbe, where that was not the custom. Maybe indeed the custom was that you don't, you don't um, busy yourself with other labor, but Rebbe was planting the saplings of joy. I have a joyous occasion. So, okay, that's not, like, don't do the right, Mishnah says if these three sets of, of fasts have passed, and you've not yet been answered, then you should be and mamasavamatan, you should stop with your daily, uh, stop a lot of your daily work, don't focus so much on your daily living. Binyan and don't do binyan, don't do nitiya, don't do building, don't do planting. minusum, don't do first stage of marriage or second stage of marriage. Vatana Allah, and we learned advise advice on this. Binyan, binyan shal simcha. Netia, netia shal simcha. What can't you do? You can't do the planting or the building of what we would call a building of Simcha or a planting of Simcha. But other things would be permitted. So what is the definition of this? That's someone who's building a house for his son to live in after the marriage. What's the planting of Simcha? This is the planting of an Avarnaki of kings. The Gemara now analyzes this in greater detail. <laughs> the reason why Khiskia would would uh would lay in Tveria on the 14th and the 15th, he wasn't sure if this was a city that had been surrounded with the wall in the days of Yishbindun. And therefore he read both days. Tveria was he indeed uncertain about the halakhic status of Tveria we learned in the in the Rakas, who So we have a pasuk in pasuk in Yerushalayim, and it's done by Tveria. High time of the So why was he Masachli if Tveria is a city that was built from the time of Shuvanun? It says explicitly in the pasuk it was. One of the sides is just the is the wall leading down to the to the riverbanks, not the riverbanks to the Galilee Lake, right? If so, am I a masachli? Then why was he suffic? Vadei lavchemi. Then it's definitely not considered a wall. Tanya, we learned in the bray sashar loychema that it has a wall, veloy shar eger and does not have a shar eager. Subt. Pratla teveria, excluding teveria. She yama chemesaha the inyan bate erichema lim masachli. Kikem masachli the Indian mikra megillah. When it comes to wall of cities for um, for being sold, then how long you have the right to redeem it before it becomes officially the person of water from you for good that is dependent that that's what we have a, a question of but when it comes to megillah, mig, mig then why would there be any question at all right my prosum or my mcuffin what is the unwalled and what is the wall as it's written gabi miglu, miglu. right so the gemara says what's the difference the difference is these are the ones that are miglu that are uncovered and these are the ones that are not uncovered you know or revealed right so to speak so what's the difference? So the Gemara says, um, Right. This too, Tzuria also should be considered a village. This is actually exposed. Right. So what's going on over here? perhaps, Or maybe we say that the definition of the world of cities as in a protected position, and the world of cities are not considered protected. Right. Well, then, this is considered protected, right? Well, it's, very, it's in a protected position ultimately because it has the 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 lake on one side. So the Gemara says, "Mishum haChim Masakli," and that is indeed why he was in that. What was the, the defining characteristic? Vasi kara Megillah, kara Megillah, but Hutzal by Abayi Asar, but Chama Asar. read the Megillah and Hutzal on the fourteenth and on the fifteenth as well. Masakli imu kafasami mei shuvanun he yidlay. He wasn't sure was the city walled off from the time he shuvanun or not. Another version of this would say, He said with clarity that this was actually World of the Time of Yeshua. When I was in Talia, I said something that I had heard. Talia, meaning as in um, when he was young, he said something that I have asked of the elderly man and it was found out to be like me. What happened exactly? Um, he said, "I said Chamas. This is really Tveria." So why do we call hamas"? The reason we call it that is because the hot springs of Tveria. Rekess um, is Why do they call it Rakas"? because it slopes down like the banks of the, the, of the bank of a river bed. The kineret is the kineret. The kineret is the kineret. The kineret Why is it called kineret? The matiki peria de kineri. Because its fruit are so sweet like the music of a kiner, of a harp that King David used to play on. Is there anybody who says that Rackas is not Tavariah? What do you mean? If a man dies over here in Babel, then they worship him in Tavariah. And what do they say? They say, these words they say, God alubashi shakh, but some some labor right? And they call rakas as as, uh, as one of the places, Primaskia Reina Lahasam, Safti de Haki. And when the coffin was taken there, then they would they would eulogize him like this, like so. They say that you lovers of the people who are left over, the people who dwell in rakas. We should go out and receive the, the things that the, those who have been slaughtered in the depths. And when Zair passes away, the, the, the orator gets up at the funeral and he starts saying, He says like this, so the land of Shinar has uh, conceived him and then given birth to him. It's the land of beauty. It's the land of the deer. Right. So brought up her delight, aynallah, and and a terrible this is because now her precious instrument has been lost. So we see that Rakas is indeed very young. Okay, now we're gonna stop over here.